Sports Squad with Io and Chanel. Hi everyone and welcome to Sports Squad, a brand new kids sports show here on Fun Kids. I'm Io and with me is Chanel. Hello everyone, welcome to all you sports fans out there. We know you're all stuck indoors missing school sports and maybe missing PE or maybe not. And we also know that you probably miss following your favourite sports star or maybe your favourite sports team. But do not worry because over the next few weeks, we're going to bring you a whole load of sporting fun and entertainment on this show. Now, we have interviews from some of the biggest stars in sport and we'll also try to inspire you to keep fit and healthy, and we'll have a few fun challenges along the way as well. Now, Chanel, I know you're off school, the same as many other young people right now. Are you actually missing PE? Yes, actually. Um, So obviously, I've been stuck inside like everyone else. So I haven't been able to play my favourite sports like netball and cricket, which I really love to do. So I'm missing them quite a bit. But I have been playing football outside with my brother, and we've been setting up two mini goals in the back garden. And so far, I've beaten him in the World Cup final, the Champions League final and the FA Cup. (laughs) You have got all the major cups covered. I mean, you sound like a pretty good player. Well, not exactly. He is only five years old. (laughs) I'm sure one day he'll get his revenge, man. But anyway, speaking of sporting talent, I've heard that you're a really good swimmer. I heard you've even broken a world record. Oh my goodness, who told you that? You've been doing your research. I like your work. You'll make a very good journalist one day. Yeah, well, um, I mean, I don't want to boast, but I do have uh, a swimming world record. So years ago, um, when I was on Blue Peter, I actually swam across the deepest stretch of ocean in the world. It was uh, the opening part of it was called the Palau Trench. And the biggest stretch of ocean in the world is in the Pacific Ocean. It's called the Marianas Trench. And I swam five miles across it. And it was about 11 miles deep. I don't want to go into it too much because I want to save more of this story for later on in the series. So stay tuned for that story soon. Sports Squad with Io and Chanel. Okay, so now time for our first guest. Let me build her up because she's brilliant. She's won an Olympic gold medal in the 2016 Games in Rio when she was a star of Great Britain's women's hockey team. And she's also the best hockey goalkeeper in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Maddie Hinch. How are you doing, Maddie? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. I feel very honoured to be the very first uh, guest on your show. Well, I mean, I, I build you up beautifully. Um, you, your your achievements are exemplary, as they say. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, it's been quite uh, the career so far and uh, hopefully a few more achievements uh, to come. Yeah, how's lockdown treating you? Uh, yeah, it's going OK, actually. I think um, for myself, the challenge is to stick to a routine. So I try and train first thing in the morning and again in the afternoon. Um, I'm very lucky. I live with uh, two other athletes as well. What's really key during this period is actually to relax a little bit mentally. I think one of the things as an athlete is that it can get very intense. And obviously we were building towards Tokyo, which was just around the corner and now is a year away. So I think it's important mentally for us to switch off. So what we're trying to do is, as a house and individually is have a lot of fun in, in, the, in the fitness side of things that we're doing. We're setting little competitions against each other um, and doing different things, actually trying to mix it up so it doesn't become stale. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's quite nice to have a bit of support around you. Now, what do you make of uh, the Olympics being postponed? You just mentioned it, you know, the mental space is slightly different and uh, you're going to have to now train for another year. Um, I think at the time, the beginning, it was quite scary for the fact that it might have been cancelled completely and that was a very terrifying prospect for all the athletes involved the fact that it's delayed a whole year is exactly the right call in my opinion Um, it means that we can now kind of 
take a step back and then reset when when the time comes um so yeah it's another year of training but I think it's another year to get a little bit better so I don't think it's the end of the world I'm very curious Maddie what do you remember about winning the gold medal the final against the Netherlands went to a penalty shootout incredibly exciting you made four incredible saves Thank you. Um, yeah, I think the I think the whole final was just uh, an unbelievable spectacle for for the sport itself. I think regardless of the outcome, of course, winning was extra extra special. But it was just you know a Friday night, the news back here getting moved, ten million people tuning in. Like these opportunities for us as a sport don't come around every day, and the fact we were able to put on such a brilliant show between the two squads was extra special. And then for it to go to a shootout and for me to be able to play the part that I did um, is something that I'll live with for the rest of my life and it will take some topping that's for sure yeah it sounds incredible i, I read uh that before the shootout you, you'd, you'd written some some bits and pieces to help you through the, the penalty shootout is that right yeah i'm renowned for being a little bit of a geek um and doing quite a lot of homework in the build-up to games in case uh we end up going to a shootout so i remember saying to myself about a year before imagine if the olympic final goes to a shootout I mustn't be able to say to myself in that moment, I am so ready and more ready than the opposition. So I'd done so much work uh, preparing and trying to understand the potential finalists if we were in that scenario and who I'd be up against and what I would need to do. And luckily all the homework paid off and I had a little book with me and I'd written my plans to kind of counteract those guys' strengths. And do you know what? Under pressure, they all did exactly what I had written down in my book. Um, So yeah, homework certainly um, helped me in that occasion. Can I just say it's incredible that you remembered it. I'm notoriously bad for my memory. That's absolutely incredible. But also shows the key to homework. Do your homework, kids. <laughs> oh, now, um, I was just thinking, actually, if you can take yourself back to school, if, if we're on that sort of subject, um, how did you get into hockey? Uh, did, did a teacher spot you? Did uh, Was it your parents that pushed you? Or was there a very special person that was like, you know what, I see some skills here. Do you, do you mind giving hockey a go? <laughs> well, do you know what? It's actually quite a funny story. So I joined a school. Um, my dad was in the Navy, so we travelled quite a lot as a family. So we moved schools very often when I was younger. Um, so when I joined this new school, Hazelgrove, I arrived in the summer term and they were playing rounders. Um, and I'd never played rounders before. And the next term was going to be hockey. And the PE teacher said to me uh, after a rounders game, Maddie, I think from your dramatic fielding skills that I've just witnessed that you should be the hockey goalkeeper next term. And I had no idea what she meant. And at the time I was like goalkeeper I mean really like I was someone who liked to be really in the thick of the action I was uh, probably more like a midfielder type role um, uh, but I agreed to give it a go and I've not looked back since I think it's an, a fantastic position and I love every every part of it yeah you know what I, I think it's quite incredible because you're, you're right most people want to be outfield not many people want to be goalie do you think you need a little bit of a uh, craziness to be a goalie because those balls are coming at you pretty quickly do you know what? The amount of people that have said this to me, you're the, you must be the crazy one. I'm the one padded head to toe. Uh, you know, if anything, I'm the wimp of the team. Um, it's those guys that run around with a gum shield and shin pads. Uh, that is not for me. So, yeah, I think you have to be a little bit unique, I think is the word, and enjoy kind of the um, life on the edge side of it. You know, you can literally go from villain to hero in the matter of seconds. But for me, that's what I enjoy. I like the fact that my actions can kind of determine a game either way. And, and it's that pressure that I kind of thrive off. Yeah, definitely a lot of pressure. Uh, let's bring in Chanel. Chanel, do you have a question? When you started out, did you ever dream of playing for your country or winning an Olympic title? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, for, for me, I think I've just been a huge fan of sport. I played everything that was kind of an option to me at school and outside of school. I loved it. My dad is sport mad as well and we're a pretty sporty family. So I only think it became 
a reality maybe that I might actually get to represent my country at a sport when I was probably around 18, 19, so quite late. Um, and then the idea of potentially being an Olympic champion seemed a lovely idea, but was it something that I actually ever believed would be a reality? Probably not, if I'm honest. Um, so to be able to now say, yeah, I'm current Olympic champion and apparently one of the best goalkeepers in the world is something that is beyond anything I ever dreamed. But um, it's it's been a hell of a journey and it's been a lot of ups and downs and I've worked really hard to get here. There are an awful lot of dark times to get to those incredible highs. Um, it's, a, you know, it's getting up early on a cold, wet morning, getting out on the pitch and doing your session. It's waking up at 6am to go in the gym and throw around weights and then feel incredibly sore afterwards. Um, and it's also the mental side. I think that's the challenging part. You can go from these highs and lows so often. You're constantly under scrutiny. You're constantly under selection and you're trying to always be the best. And, and it can take its toll. So I think, yeah, being being an athlete has unbelievable perks to it. Don't get me wrong. There is no better feeling than going on to achieve what you achieve. But it does require a huge amount of resilience, a huge amount of bounce back ability and, and an awful lot of hard work. Yeah, for sure. And I was talking to Chanel earlier. She was saying how much she's a, a big sports fan. And I think she's got a, another question for you about hockey. I'm very interested. How can we get more kids playing hockey? Because kids like me, we don't know where to start. Yeah, it's a good question. I think at the end of the day, in a normal scenario, so not in the current situation that we're in, I would say get yourself down to a local club, go watch a game, go watch someone training or speak to a friend that you know has played the game and ask them what they enjoy about it. I think with, with what's happening at the minute, we're blessed that we have access to a lot of social platforms and you can see what the hockey players are getting up to and how they're training at home. I've been trying to upload some videos myself to show what I'm doing as a goalkeeper and how if there's anyone out there that's thinking of maybe being a hockey goalkeeper, here are some exercises to enjoy. And if you enjoy them, maybe that's something once we're all out of this situation that you can go and try out for real. So you know you can't understand it or know if it's for you unless you give it a try so there's so many clubs in the areas there's so many schools offering the sport and I just think you need to go and pick up a stick or get the pads on it and work out if it's for you yeah very good advice very good advice fantastic look Maddie thank you so much for joining us for our first ever interview the world's best goalkeeper in hockey I'll take that uh, absolutely amazing uh, please stay on the line because we need you in the next part of the show for this quick sport challenge sport squad challenge now, every week on the show, we have a fun challenge, which is a sport or fitness or health related challenge. This task could be suggested by one of our guests, by our famous sports person, or an idea could come from you, the listeners or your parents. If you think there's a challenge Chanel and I can have a go at, let us know. You can email us at funkidslive.com slash sports, or else you can download the Fun Kids app and send us a voice message using the app. Okay. So what's this week's challenge, I hear you ask? Well, hopefully, Maddie is still on the line, Olympic hockey champion. Maddie's still on the line with a challenge for us. Maddie, what do you want these guys to be doing at home? Okay, so my challenge to you guys at home is to go get a tennis ball, any kind of ball, really, um, and go partner up with your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, anyone you can find in the house, and cover your left eye or your least dominant eye with a patch or just your hand and see how many catches you can make with your partner in 30 seconds whilst covering that left eye or right eye, whichever eye you choose to cover. Nice, nice. Eye patch challenge. I like that a lot. 
I do a lot of eye patch training. So actually, it's so much harder to, if you stand there or you get the kids to put an eye patch on or whatever, cover their left eye and then get your friend or your mom or your dad to throw the ball at you and challenge you. Brilliant stuff. Look, you've got the tips. You've got the challenge from Olympic gold medalist. She, she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's talking about. Thank you so much for joining us, Maddie. This has been a, such a great interview and uh, really nice that you could be our first interview on the show. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe. Yeah. Now, Chanel, you're also going to record it and you can hear how she got on on next week's show. We might also film it as well. So make sure you check out the website to see all the action. Now, if you complete this challenge at home, send it to us as well via the website. The world of sports. Squad. Squad. One of the things I love most about the world of sport is not just what happens on the field, it's also what happens off it. This is where Chanel comes in and she's going to be digging through social media and the internet to find some of the funny and interesting things happening in the world of sport. So Chanel, this is your moment. What have you found? Well, there's been so many amazing stories this week, but the one that really caught my eye was about Manchester City striker Sergio Aguero, who's teaming up with the BBC to become a teacher. It's for their bite-sized daily content, bringing lessons to children like me who are stuck at home during lockdown. He will use his bilingual skills to host virtual Spanish lessons. I'm learning Spanish at school and doing a Spanish GCSE. So this is really cool. Muchas gracias, Sergio. Muchas gracias. Anything else, Chanel? I've also have quite an interesting story about Sebastian Vettel, the four-time world Formula One champion. So here's a guy who spends most of his time in a racing car driving at over 200 miles per hour, but with races cancelled. He now says the closest thing he can get to going fast is to jump on his bike and go for a gentle ride for exercise. He's got three small children as well, so he has to look after them too. Life in the slow lane for Seb. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's got to be tricky for Sebastian Vettel, especially as he goes around the track at such quick speeds. But I've got to say, though, you know, if he's got a few kids, it must be nice to spend time with his family as well, especially uh, famous people at this point as well, Sp famous sports people. They're so used to jetting all over the world to take part in competitions. So perhaps many will welcome the extra time with their families. All right. Well, thanks for that, Chanel our weekly dose of Chanel's special moments from the internet. <laughs> I've just renamed it now, but yeah, it sounds all really good. It's just really nice stories away from uh, the pitch or away from the track or away from the field as well. Thank you very much. Now, in fact, that's all we have got time for on this edition of the show. And wherever you get your pod, please give us a rating or review, especially if you like the programme. We'd like to add that the Sports Squad has been brought to you with the support of the Audio Content Fund. Thanks so much for listening. Catch up with us next time. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Io, and from Chanel. Bye. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for downloading this podcast.